Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. Dr. Kevin Skinner with you with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. This is the Relationship Builder Podcast, where we provide the tools and you do the building. Brett, welcome. Ah, okay. I thought I stole that, but uh, you know, okay, back at you. So friends and friends. So today, I don't know if anyone's paying attention to what's going on in the world, but um, there there's, there's a, happens to be some crazy stuff going on with this pandemic and, and we get spikes and everything, but we're still talking about relationships because when it all boils down to what we're dealing with, we're going to have to deal with these relationships and figure out how to be better in them. So, Brett, why don't you introduce today's title? Yeah, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about one of the common problems, and, and I really like the way you introduced it as we were talking in preparation for today. So why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of title and introduction, So how to end conflict, listen. Now, right, it's kind of funny, but but it's really true. Uh, one of my favorite uh, researchers, Dr. John Gottman, he's you know known in the marital therapy world as the research guru, loves math, loves to put it all together in relationships. And, and, and he has what's called the four horsemen, right? So, so the four horsemen are known as the, you know, kind of like if, these are happening. Yeah, thank you. If these, if this is happening, then you're more prone to have conflict, and not only conflict, but more likely to lead to divorce. So, what are those four things? Right, criticism, contempt, defensive listening, and stonewalling. Now, so pause right there. S- defensive listening. What is it? It's it's that you're not listening. You're preparing to fight back. Here we go. I'm going to get you because I'm upset at you. So you're upset at me and I'm not listening to what you're saying. In fact, in fact, what I'm doing is as I'm preparing what I'm going to say because you hurt me. Yeah. So, so let, let's get into this. Let's go through a couple of examples uh, so our listeners can understand kind of what we're talking about here. So uh, a specific example of this, uh, two people in conflict. The first pattern that's established is that there are patterns. We always fight in patterns. That's just as humans, person A does this, person B responds this way, person B does that, person A responds this way. Now, Think about that for a second. If we are 
in a battle and the pattern is that you get upset, raise your voice, what do I do? Pull away or fight back? I mean, what are my options there? Yeah, and, and if we give um, a little bit more meaning to what she's saying, she's trying to reach out for comfort, and he's explaining to her, well, I wasn't doing this, and I wasn't doing that, and I didn't do this, when in truth, a better response would be, help me understand. Explain to me what you're feeling. Let me know what's going on inside of your head, because I, I, I would love to hear what that experience has been like for you, and, 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 and just even those questions, I'd like to hear what it's like. Tell me more. Um, is opening up a dialogue or a potential dialogue for her to say, well, well, I was triggered and I was triggered because I heard the voice and it got me thinking. And now she's sharing the story and he's actually listening, not, not preparing. Uh, well, wait, wait, I wasn't fantasizing. Validate the pain. And, and even there, you could even extend it, say, would you like to know what that experience was like for me at some point? Because I, I'm, I'm trying to understand your pain, and, uh, and maybe I could clarify some things, but I want to hear and understand you first. And, and that, for me, is, is really where we begin to see, um, can, can we talk about this, and I listen to you, and, and it, would you really like to know what I was th I was thinking here? Or what, what are you looking for from me? Now, notice again the question here. It's listening, learning. What are you wanting to learn from me?
Yeah, let's talk about three different responses. You know, you know, let me back up a bit before I go on to what I think turning towards each other would look like or him turning towards her in that moment. I'm going to go back to when he goes into that man cave mode. When I, It's usually, and I want to take away some shame there, he doesn't know what to say. Right? What's the right answer here? And I've talked to a lot of people in that situation that feel like bumbling idiots. And I don't know what to say. Don't, you know. And so really as a defense mechanism... I'm not going to say anything because I'm not going to make it worse. And, and so I want both partners to hear that because I think the, be, the person who's you know, angry, upset, is really saying, are you going to listen to me? Right? Are, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say because you're so upset. And, and so I, I pull away, which actually leaves the person feeling even more angry because now I feel abandoned while I'm in my pain and my frustration, and you're not even listening to me, you don't even care about me, the interpretation of that. So going into the man cave is really going to be interpreted. <laughs> uh, well, it, it just so happens after 25 years of therapy, I've probably heard that one a hundred times, right? Right. So, so, so when we break it down, neither one of them know what to do. That's the problem. 
they don't know what to do. It's not that he doesn't want to respond, and it's not that she wants to be angry. They want to hear each other. And he wants he wants to know what to say. How do I how do I make this better? How do I fix it? A man thing, right? How do I fix this thing? This conflict. Well, you mentioned turning towards each other. Well, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So so if I if I try to answer like initially, like, well, I wasn't doing this and I wasn't doing that. Well, she's still not feeling heard. So then he's quiet because she's upset. So now he goes to his man cave. That doesn't help because she feels abandoned. And he feels like, okay, I'm a failure. Can't do it right. Never going to do it right. Well, now we're talking about turning to each other, right? And, and what does that look like? Well, first of all, you have to understand what's she really saying. Not, 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 not the surface words. Look at deeper what's she really saying. I'm hurting. I'm scared. I'm alone. A- am I hearing that or am I hearing blah, 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 anger? You're no good. You're no good. You're a failure. You're not, you're not a good husband. You're not listening to me. Am I hearing the pain? So when I turn towards somebody, I'm seeking a deeper understanding. What are they really saying? What are you really saying here? And if you can get to that point, you hear about the pain, you hear about the concerns, you hear about the fears. Not that you're a failure. I'm scared. And if I can get to that point, if I can get to that point of listening, then I can actually validate it. That makes sense to me. Her voice, that would be a trigger. I understand. That makes sense. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for coming to me. What can I do to support you? How can I help? That's the missing part. He doesn't, he, he doesn't know until he hears it. But in coming to her and validating validating the, 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 the feeling that she's having, whoa, man, that goes miles and miles in the right direction because he's just validated her concern, listened to her, and really been responsive in a way that says, I'm here, I'm present with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I can just imagine her response. I'm just thinking about this, seeing her. When he says, oh, I'm sorry, her voice. Yeah, that makes sense. What's been going on as you've heard the voice? Tell me more. Help me understand. I wonder what she's thinking at this point. What'd you do with my husband? Right, right, right. What are you doing here? You're actually listening and you're validating and you're understanding rather than explaining or walking away. So turning towards somebody, just one other two or two other points here. When you turn towards somebody, it's that you're showing empathy. You're you're genuinely sitting in that with them, and we've talked about this in the past, but. It's really sitting with them in that emotion, in that experience, 
and, and feeling it, the fear, the worry, the anxiety. And if I can get my clients to do that, their communication just accelerates. I mean, if I could give a turbo boost to connection, it's empathy. And, and so in that context, if he could do that, I can imagine her saying, wow, you are, you are trying, you are listening, you do care. Now, doing that repeatedly is really where we cement in this concept of better communication, better listening, as we've talked about, right? Better listening skills. All right, and any final thoughts you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I want to just, I want to do one more thing. Imagine that he did do that. You know, tell me more, help me entertain. Well, you don't even care. You've never listened to me. Why, do you, why are you even going to do this now? Again, that's, that's one more attempt of saying, are you serious? And now you could feel attacked and say, well, I'm going to my man cave. I'm not going to talk about this because you're obviously upset. Or I can stick with it one more step. You know what? I understand that interaction with the past has been hurtful to you. It makes a lot of sense what you're feeling. I'm validating your, in that situation, validating the pain, listening, and not becoming defensive. That's genuine listening. And if you can practice that, so I often tell people, when you think you've done it one time, you might have to do it two or three or four times coming back with a validation and then seeking more understanding and listening. It's not just once. It's many times when there has been deep wounds and pain. So that's an important process here. So you might be brainstorming, you know, what to do and what to say, but I'm going to tell you, it may take three or four for her to feel heard in this situation. And, and, and so my final thoughts are, you have got to be patient with this process. It's not a one and done type of a thing. It's really holding it a little bit longer. When you want to, to run, when the storm comes, as I often tell in my buffalo and cow story. Now, if you haven't heard my buffalo and cow story, hang on to the next episode and we'll talk about it then. All right. Any final thoughts then? All right. Sounds great. Uh, you've been listening to the Relationship Builder Podcast with Dr. Kevin Skinner and my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Remember, love is a choice. Make it every day.